welcome everyone to another episode of the Storyteller Saga, a podcast all about the process and experience of writing straight from the authors. This is an intimate look into the lives of today's most prolific and talented writers, an author profile in the words of the writers themselves. There will be drama, there will be explosions, there will be secrets exposed here that you will not find anywhere else. Lives will be changed, and lives will be ruined. It will be Michael Bay meets Nick Cassavetes on Dr. Moreau's Island, except that the island is William Golding's Lord of the Flies, and the incubator is this podcast. This podcast is the confessional camera on The Bachelor, if that camera was manned by a 40-year-old aspiring author with a giant beard and dyed hair, and was a microphone instead of a camera okay if you're not already following hit follow wherever you're listening to this and make sure to follow on instagram as well at micah campbell writes to keep up with everything that's going on if you're listening on apple podcasts please leave a review i think apple is currently the only platform that has a review option a few points to touch on in your review are how wonderful my voice is how professional the show was how sexy my beard is. Oh, and how awesome the guests are. And speaking of guests, I am overjoyed to have with us today the author of the Rose from the Darkness series. Rose from the Darkness, Rose from the Ashes, and Rose from the Fallen follows Rosemary Various and her descent into awakening as she discovers that she has been turned by a mysterious vampire named Drake. All three books are available on Amazon and have outstanding reviews. She is currently working on a psychological thriller and a romance. She is a photographer, a wife, and a mother, and she is here now to talk a little bit with me. Kate Finch, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for coming on. How are you doing this? Uh, I guess it's evening for you, right? Yes, yeah, it's evening, um, and it's actually a bonfire night over here in oh, the UK. Fun. So, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, there might be a little bit of um, fireworks going off in the background. Actually, I've just realised, but yeah, bonfire night tonight as well, which is quite exciting. Well, okay, now you have my interest peaked. What is bonfire night? Oh, do you know, I don't even think that that you wouldn't know that. Um, it's so in the UK. Um, I don't know if you know anything about Guy Fawkes. Uh, but it, yeah, okay, right. Yeah, so it's it's where uh, the night that he basically tried to blow up Parliament and was unsuccessful, shall we say? And so every year we celebrate um, Guy Fawkes Night. Really? Oh, the uh, um, re- remember, remember the fifth of November. That's the one. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I should know more about it, um, <laughs> but I've totally forgotten. Uh, you know, we we study it in school. Well, it's where we the, we all celebrate. What was the movie with? I know when Natalie Portman was in it. I can't remember oh, the gentleman who played. Gosh, no, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, v for Vendetta. There you go. Yes, yes, I love Great that movie. film. Excellent, it's such yeah. a brilliant film. Yes, yeah. yes, so that's, that's film. really that's my only knowledge of that. But as soon as you said it, I looked down on my PC calendar and I said, "Oh, it's the fifth of November." Okay, so I get you now. <laughs> I'm, we're on the right page. Yep, we're there. We're there. That's good. Uh, yeah, and so no, it's, it's literally kind. Of, it's you know, it's like a rough base on that film, but not. I think it's more right, of a modern right. version. It's like 1605, I think, when it actually happened. Yeah, um, but it's an awesome, 
awesome film. It's kind of, yeah, it's just based on anarchy, really. Um, right, exactly. Yeah. And, and who doesn't love a little bit of anarchy, so. Well, exactly, you know. Right. A little bit of rebellion <laughs> here and there doesn't hurt anyone. Exactly. <laughs> Right, right. So now we got a little bit confused on the times, and I, I had the same confusion yes. with Nick Winter. Uh, she's in Scotland. Are, now, are you on the same time as Scotland? Yes, we are. Yeah, okay. exactly okay. the same time as Scotland. So you guys had a fall back this previous Saturday, right? Yes, we did. Oh, that explains That's a lot. What mess- yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes, same we thing happened back. with Nick. Yeah, so I, <laughs> we, we finally figured it out because the same thing happened. I I am her. I said I'll see you in thirty, and she said, "Wait, I thought I thought we were getting so." And yes, we 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 finally figured it out, but that's the reason. Yes, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. We we almost forgot to be fair over here. Um, you know when you've got oh kids, really you forget. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. don't get that extra line. You think you're going to get it, you right? Know, it doesn't happen, <laughs> right? No, no, it doesn't. Okay, so before we get too far ahead of ourselves, would you mind introducing yourself in your own words? You know, I can pull information online but that is just a cursory glance i'd like for you to give us a little bit more about you okay um yeah so uh like like you said um i am an author of uh roast in the darkness series um i mean i've i've i'm not really uh somebody that you know kind of actually sees myself as an author even though i've mm-hmm. written books but um you know it's kind of more of a hobby for me I've always loved it. I've literally, since I was probably around four years old, I've loved telling wow. stories. Um, my parents yeah. have the most embarrassing videos of me actually talking oh, about, great. you know, yeah, normally horror stories, uh, which, you know, I'm surprised <laughs> they weren't slightly disturbed by that. Um, sure, as a child. right, right. But, <laughs> but yeah, I blame my dad for my love of scary books. Uh, he used to always buy me like ghost stories and things when we were on holiday in Cornwall, which is sort of down south from where I am. Um, and yeah, I used to tell me spooky stories and things. So I've always had a massive love of not necessarily like horror, like gore. I don't like Mm -hmm. gore so much. Um, but yeah, I kind of enjoy spooky stories and things. And, you know, obviously vampires, uh, is my biggest sort of area that I love to write about. So, um, I've kind of always been a bit of a Buffy fan. Sure. You know, so I mean, I I don't know how it, it is an American base, isn't it, Buffy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? So I interviewed JB Kane, and she'll be on next Wednesday. She okay. has. You'll have to. You'll have to tune in, and listeners, you'll have to tune in. Actually, I guess I'm talking to future listeners because JB Kane is coming yes. on before this one. <laughs> so no spoilers. She has a incredibly interesting story about her and Buffy. Oh really? I, uh, I I can I can spoil oh. it because her episode's coming out first. Yeah, so I can tell you. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, she. So this was back in. Gosh, when was Buffy? I mean, that was the the late nineties, right? Yeah, we're feeling old now, but yeah, right, yep. right. But so back in the late nineties, early two thousands, there there weren't IMs, there weren't uh, texts or anything like that. You would after a show or after a movie or whatever, you'd get on to forums, right? And you would yeah. you would have your chats. And so she was on a Buffy fan forum and she had okay. said, oh, I think that's right. And she, she said, oh, I, I think this would be a great idea, blah, blah, blah. And she gave this premise and they said, wow, you should write some fan fiction on that. You should just flesh that out and, you know, see how it goes. So she did that. She fleshed it out and she posted it on for, on the forum. And I think she said it was like nine months later. So it was the next season. Yeah. Word for word quotes her lines that she had posted on that forum were in one of the episodes of Buffy. 
Wow. Yeah. That's that is an achievement. That's amazing. It is. Oh, I love that. It is. And she was, you wow. know, she was she was rather miffed that uh she didn't get any credit for it, which I would be too. Yeah. Uh, but very interesting nonetheless. So so that story is is much more fleshed out in her in her episode, but interesting. Yeah, you mentioned you mentioned Buffy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was it was good. I want to know what episode it is. I I thought she said she couldn't remember what episode it was, but I would like to find out so that I can go back and watch that episode. Yeah, I feel like if I know what she said, I probably will know the episode. Right, I, right. I'm literally. Oh, oh really? You're that much of a yeah, Buffy? Yeah, I'm. I am massively a Buffy buff. It's terrible. Okay. <laughs> so let yeah, me ask you then: love it. Did you or do you enjoy the film as much as ah. the show? Oh, what the the old version film? Is there a newer one? Yeah, no, no, no. It's it? the one that yeah, the 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 old one with uh, gosh, was it Pee Wee Herman that played the main vampire? Yes, uh, I think. So. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, I loved, I loved that. I mean, that I, I mean, I can't great. say that that has been years since I've watched it. I loved yeah. that film. I kind yeah, of had a crush a on the guy. Was it Luke? I want to say Luke. Luke, yeah, yeah, I think so. Right from yeah, I've been crushing him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah I've had a bit of a crush on him back in the day. So, yeah, now I'm trying to, big, I'm trying to think of fan. the girl. What was because she was she was kind of big back in the day. What was her name? Man, I cannot oh, remember. Oh gosh, I'm I'm terrible with act. I mean, like obviously I know Sarah Michelle Gellar, but I, I don't know right, her sure. name. Um, uh, it, was it Brinkley? Was it Chrissy? I, like, I want to no, say that... it begins with K, <laughs> but I'm not sure. Yeah, I was thinking Chrissy Brinkley, but maybe not. You know what? Because because uh, this is my show, I'm going to look it up. I like it. Yeah, do it. Okay, so 1992. Yeah, we are. We are old. Chrissy Swanson. We are really old. That's yeah. it. There we go. See that might yep. be a zero. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Okay, we so so you love scary stories. Obviously, the vampire lore. I am in the same boat with both of those. I love vampire lore uh not so much what the modern take has done with it lately mm, but yeah the, the cla- yeah the classic gothic the bram stoker all the way up yeah. through maybe the last 20 or 30 years that that era i loved and, and rice of course all all that yes. and I'm with, oh, you, I'm with you again i i don't like the gore like no i don't no i don't need it i don't want to see flesh being ripped apart and just just for kicks or whatever no i don't like that but a good no. a good scare a good thrill absolutely yes 100 percent, definitely okay so we're going to get into the books themselves kind of kind of what those are about but you're also a photographer when did you start getting into that yeah so um i've i've always again it's another passion of mine that i've always loved taking photos um but mm-hmm. quite recently i i've been looking for a course to take it so that i actually had an education in it sure. so you know again being a mum makes it kind of tricky so um right. i actually have found a the British Academy of Photographers, they do courses where you can actually study a diploma online, which is what I'm doing at the moment. Awesome. Um, yeah, so it's, it's really exciting, actually. Um, I mean, Christmas is just about to come up, and literally I am sat right next to my Christmas tree because I've got a load of photo shoots coming up oh, great. over the next couple of months. Well, a couple of months, a couple of weeks. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it, it's, it's just, again, it's something I love capturing – you know, moments in, I like natural photos. So when you have someone that's naturally, you know, for example, a mum laughing with her child, 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've got some great photos of one of my friend's dads where he's sort of, <laughs> he releases his kids to go running towards me at the camera. And it's, it's just where they're playing and, you know, I've managed to capture things. Um, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I love photos for memories. I mean, I, I, I was terrible when we used to go get the good old clubbing days. Everyone knew I'd have the camera out. Um, sure. You know, right. So that it used to drive them crazy because I would take about four to five hundred photos a night. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just love I love capturing moments. I think. Yeah, um, that's great. So yeah, it's definitely a big big passion now. And you're kind of turning that into uh, maybe not maybe not a career, but uh, got to make a go of it. So that's that's exciting. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's just something then I can have for me. You know. Um, right. I mean, husband, he's, uh, I mean, he used to be in the army. Now he's, he's come out and he's got himself like quite a, quite a big job, quite a long, you know, long hours and things. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think as a mum, you like to have your own, <laughs> your own yeah. thing. So you're not just yeah. mum all the time. I love being mum, but I also, you know, I like to have, have my side, which I'm sure, sure. a lot of mums can agree with. Um, I, I totally get yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get into the book a little bit, into the story, into Rosemary. What's going on there? Yeah, okay. So uh, Rosemary, she's she's basically this – oh, where do I start? So (laughs) it's always hard to explain your own (laughs) books, you know, when you're on the spot. so hard. So difficult. Definitely. Oh, but, yeah, so she she finds herself in a bit of a bizarre situation, really, uh, where she's attacked by a vampire named Drake. And before this moment, she's quite a sweet, naive person. Um, She's been engaged for a fiancé who she's been in love with since she was around 12 years old. So she's never really experienced anything out of, you know, the unordinary, if you like. Yeah. And when Drake takes her uh, back to his clan, uh, she actually gains a lot of attention. And she soon realizes it's actually because Drake doesn't turn humans. Uh, He's quite a nasty sort of character or seems nasty, shall we say. Hmm. Um, And he typically kills them. So there's a lot of secrecy to him. Yeah, like, there's, like, a lot of secrecy as to, like, who he is and why he would turn her throughout, sort of, the first book. Um, And she, so, with my vampire book, it's kind of a little bit like, I would say, Blade, uh, where vampires don't actually, I love Blade. (laughs) I I do, too. It's Um, a lot of fun. Yeah. Definitely. And, um, you know, it's kind of that situation where she doesn't turn straight away, but when she does vampires in the book they they turn at night because the idea is that you know they will burn if they're out in the sunlight sure um and she's quite unusual because she turns during the day it's quite a dramatic turning um and so there's a lot of mystery about her as well and who she is um yeah you know which she doesn't know anything about so yeah it's just like you know the first book's kind of like playing out as to what's going on. Um, Drake's lead is very interested in Rosemary. And in, he in particular becomes quite obsessed with finding out who she is. And then throughout the book, there's kind of like a, a push and pull between her feelings towards Drake after a while, because mm-hmm. she's constantly with him and he did turn her. Um, and then there's also her fiance who kind of comes back into the scene a little bit later. So it's kind of yeah. like a, you know, I've explained it really poorly, I'm sure, but <laughs> she's, you, you, she's... No, you sold me on it. I'll go, uh, I'm going to go uh, go order on Amazon as soon as, we're, as soon as we're done. I love it. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It's it's just like, I mean, it's it's kind of those vampires where, you know, and I'm going to say this and it's going to sound a little bit cliche at the moment, but they don't sparkle. I liked Twilight right. quite a lot, but they're not sparkly. 
you know, they are more like the Buffy version of vampires. You know, they, yeah, they do have a yeah. demonic side. Um, and, you know, they it can be quite hard for them to control. So it's, yeah, yeah. it's very much like a, a mystery with what happens with her and kind of her relationship that develops with Drake and at the same time what happens with her and her fiancé. So it's quite a, yeah, a little bit of mystery there, I guess. It's explained poorly, I know. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's perfect. Uh, like I said, I, I'm sold. Let's do it. I'm going to go get you. them now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It is funny, though, that you bring up uh, that you bring up Twilight because uh, – I was, I think it was, I think it was again, JB King, because she is also a, a fan of Buffy, not only Buffy, but the vampire lore in general. And yeah. uh, we had, we had quite a, uh, quite a rag on, uh, on Twilight. I hate Twilight. Oh, really? Oh, really? oh I do. It's, yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> the vampire version, though, I have to agree. I can see why people don't like yeah. it because sparkly vampires that right. crack where, under, where you, you know, that? like Tyler right. is a bit weird. Right, right. I just couldn't. Well, and of course, just Bella in general just drives. Oh yeah, me I do agree. Batty, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I agree because I mean, I'm not a huge fan of. Is it Christian Stewart? I think it, uh, is yes, it yes. Christian mm-hmm. yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like you know. I mean, I I felt that she played Bella well because that is Bella's character, a hundred percent. Right. You know, right. she's she's very flaky kind of character but yeah so i i I can kind of see why people weren't a huge fan because yeah Yeah. it's it's just a bit a bit flaky i think i personally just kind of fell in love with it because at the time my husband was away on tour i sure i just i I thought you know vampire film let's get into it vampire book let's get into it so i kind of fell in love with it as a very good distraction and yeah and i i like you know twists in relationships of you know you don't Mm -hmm. know where it's kind of going to go Right. Um, so I think that's kind of why I ended up liking it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> is, it, is, it is funny though that you brought it up <clears throat> and you know, one, one thing that's tragic, uh, and maybe I'm speaking in ignorance here cause maybe I don't know enough of what's out there, but at least from a layman's perspective, I don't see much in the vein of vampire lore right now. You mm. know, they seem to have died off a little bit, right? I mean, yes. no films are featuring, vampire stories and i haven't really seen any uh at least any massively successful vampire books lately yeah it's true yeah i think you're right that it's quite there was you know quite a huge i mean i didn't realize it was 16 years ago so there's been quite a huge gap between when when that came out even right um but yes they're not very they're not dark you know i feel like vampires they're dark you know that that's yeah. the classics that they should be quite dark characters you know at the end of the day they are they are feeding on humans and exactly you know they're right. supposed to kind of be evil you know not necessarily nice um yeah, exactly. so, yeah yeah i can i can completely agree and there was a really good film i can't remember what it's called my dad got me into that as well and that was a really really dark one about um you know, where it's like a, a mother and her daughter and they were vampires. And she actually, the mum ends up like, she runs like a brothel uh, where she is hmm. feeding on men. It's really good. It's really, okay. really dark, but it's, and it's not gory or anything, but actually it's a really clever storyline that kind of sticks with that whole 
like you say, vampire law, you know, dark vampires, yeah. not not sparkly or anything. <laughs> if you can, uh, if you can recall that at some point, uh, I will. Yes, I'll find out yeah. about you. I'll give you that message. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and there was, uh, and of course, even this is. I mean, do I want to say fifteen years? Maybe not fifteen years. Maybe ten years. But uh, did you ever watch True Blood or, or yeah, read the Sookie Stackhouse books? Do you know, I kind of got into it, but struggled a little bit. Um, I was yeah. more of a Vampire Diaries kind of girl in the end. Okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I felt like they, those vampires were darker. You know, I felt like they yeah. worked. Um, was it, it was Bill, wasn't it? And right. Oh gosh, Bill I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. Quite, I did. I loved the first set. I feel like after that, I kind of, you know, felt like it lost the plot a little bit after a while. Yeah. And I kind of. You know, I feel if it goes too far, I lose interest. If there's too many right. other things, like too many other, oh, what would you say? Like, you know, demonic creatures, if you like, um, kind sure. of coming okay. into it. I feel like I get a little bit, I don't know. I feel like it loses its impact sometimes. Yeah, I can I can see that. You know, I loved I loved the books. Yeah. Uh, but but the the show, man, oh, man, it got, <laughs> it, was, it, it, it was it was filthy. You yes. know, it was filthy. And I was just like, man, as a, as a grown, <laughs> right, right. It was kind of the same thing with Game of Thrones. I yes. thought Game of Thrones was one of the best shows ever. And I'm a huge Absolutely. fantasy guy. I love fantasy, but my gosh, the the nudity and the perversion that they had to put in there. Yes. So I had it to stop. Kind of I, I, it, it was it was terrible. I had to stop on season. I think I think it was season four. Was it when when we, you thought Jon Snow was dead? Yes. The, oh, yeah. Yeah. But I had to yeah, stop. I, it, was, it was just too dark. It, or not too dark. <laughs> it, was too, it was too perverse. Yes. Yeah. It kind of goes, you've really got to get that boundary right. Um, I yeah. think if you go too far with it, you've lost it. And then it's just yeah. kind of, it just becomes all about that. It's, you know, it's, it's right. not right. like any, it's not a story anymore. You, you know, you have right. to be really careful, definitely, I think, with how well, you far know, you go. I, I agree. And I think that the reason, it became so popular was a the story is incredible what a story yes oh fantastic you can't fool that story at all <laughs> it's right, brilliant right but b i mean where else are you going to be able to sit down and watch pornography and not feel guilty yep. about it it's not really pornography <laughs> right exactly yeah i mean you know you you can sit down and you can watch it on a sunday night and be like hey you know i'm seeing a bunch of stuff that i you know i would have yep. to get on the computer late at night to look at but now i can yep, look at it right here and, and it's not yeah, so I don't know. It's that's not that's kind of anymore. It's very strange, right? Exactly. That's it's, that's it's kind, kind of just freeing in a way, but right. And it is, you know. But at the same time, it's like I don't know. You live it too I, much. I, yeah. I guess I'm I'm, old, <laughs> I'm 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 old school. I might be a little conservative. I don't I don't need a lot of porn in my in my great fantasy stories. No, no, no. I, and I totally agree with that. Um, you know, I I have to say, uh, when I was writing for the Rose from the Darkness series, it was a real concern over any of those scenes, like how far sure. do you go? Right, um, right. And I do, I do cut it off. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, it. I mean, I read it somewhere. There, I'm part of like a, um, I think it's called Aspiring Writers United group on Facebook. It's a brilliant okay. group. Um, okay. But on there, it actually said, you know, one of the women said, if it's got, if it's not going to play to the story why put it in there like you're losing right. the plot if it's not actually you know um oh gosh i'm so rubbish with my words sometimes um <laughs> but you know when but you're it's a not writer really you're supposed to be great with your words 
I know. Do you know, my honestly, <laughs> right now, I can guarantee to you, if this is kept in there, when Anne, my editor, listens to this, she is going to be laughing at me because she knows for a fact that I put words in the wrong context all the time. Sure. She's, yeah. You know, and I do it when I'm talking. She's there. She looks at me and she's like, Kate, what are you talking about? Like, right, right. <laughs> and she great. has to, I love it. all the time, she has to decipher what I mean. Uh, it's awesome. terrible. It's, yeah. it's shocking. It is, I will shock you. I mean, one of the things I've said before is, I think we were talking about um, streetlights and mm-hmm. I called them lampshades instead of lampposts. <laughs> and I was talking about it for yeah. ages and she's like, Kate, what are you doing? <laughs> right. Like, no, that's it. I love that. That's good. Yeah, and, and, okay. I don't that quality's like that's endearing, you know, that's good stuff. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, you you yeah, I'm definitely me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I'm gonna switch things up and I'm gonna go to yeah. question number two before question number one because you kind of brought it up. Okay. So and and I, I have struggled with this for years and years and years before just this year deciding that no, I am a writer and I am gonna write this book. But yeah, you mentioned this. So do you struggle <laughs> with feeling like a writer and do you struggle with imposter syndrome? Oh, hundred percent. Definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I, I don't even tell people that I write. Wow. I mean, doing this is quite a big deal for me because I mean when you when you spoke to me and asked me about it. I was well. I think you could tell. I was definitely hesitating. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah. Because I'm, I'm quite a. If I know you, I'm quite a confident person. You know, I can be quite sure. crafty. But if I don't, I'm really shy. Um, and I definitely felt like when I was writing, I, I started writing Rose in the Darkness probably when I was about fourteen. And wow. Yeah, and I'm thirty three now. Um, yeah. And it's only been published since two thousand. Well, self published until since. 2018 so yeah yeah it took a long time um you know to even admit that I was writing and it was actually again my editor Anne that just said to me one day she was talking about books and she just kind of said something about it and I was like oh yeah you know I I write sometimes and then she was like you do and we just got into a whole conversation about it um but yeah I do I I just think it's really hard to actually just you know accept yourself as a writer you know you it just, is I think um quite a lot of us feel I've, I presume that a lot of us feel the same you know you just kind of think what is a writer you know how can you say that you're a writer right when you've not especially when you've self-published I think exactly. um, if it's gone through a publisher I feel that you know that is a defining moment <laughs> you know right. they right. realize that's what you do yeah you know, and and it used to be that way for sure. And Definitely. again, this is this is going back a little bit. We've I've talked about this with a couple other uh, guests, but you know, back in the day, to self-publish would basically mean to give up. You know, yeah. that you're not a writer, and you're just going to self-publish because you can't get published. Yes, definitely. And so, so forever there was this huge stigma. Oh, self-published? Well, it's obviously rubbish, right? Yes. But which then, is not <laughs> which is not right exactly and i'm i'm i love the i'm a very tactile person i'm a very uh i don't like i hate electronics i hate and i'm an it guy but i hate <laughs> you know i hate technology i wish everything was still you know in in the form of you know, holding it in my hand books albums all that right yes yes but, 100% right but this digital age has done great things for 
artists, for creators, and it's kind of changed the landscape. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think it's opened it up for a lot of people to, yeah, you know, definitely with especially like ebooks and things like that. It's yeah, it's given a lot of people an opportunity to be seen, which I think's yeah, brilliant, really. Because right. you know, like you say, there is a stereotype there, definitely, um, with self-published books even now but I feel like they are being accepted way more right. than like say, right. what they used to definitely yeah R.S. Hamilton I was I was just speaking with him he's getting ready to debut his first novel this coming oh, like, in, in, about th- in about three weeks and yeah I'm very excited for him and his his book cover is beautiful I mean it's gorgeous but really? I was, his son his son is a musician and yeah. so we got to talking about music and just as the record labels are no longer the gatekeepers of your work, same yeah. can be said with the publishing houses. You know, they're no longer the gatekeepers no. of getting your work out. And that's, that's a great thing. Definitely. Oh yeah. A hundred percent agree. I mean, you think how many times was, I'm going to get this wrong. JK Rowling. No, sure. Yes. I mean, I'm not personally, I'm not, and this is going to insult so many people. I'm sorry, but I'm not a Harry Potter fan massively. I'm sorry. Crap. Oh, have I said it wrong? No, no, you said it right, but I'm, I'm going to have to, I'm going to, I'm going to have to edit in some boos and some hisses there. Oh, no. <laughs> so sorry. I was, you know, I was more of the vampire girl. I didn't go, right. I mean, I love witchcraft, right. witches and stuff. But, you know, wizards just kind of didn't do it for me. And so my cousin that, will kill me. You're not gonna, does that mean you're not going to like my book? Because I've got wizards in my book. Oh, no, I'm sure I love your book. I feel like <laughs> it was just not my, I don't right, know. Right. I mean, I I read. I think there was a like kind. Of, there's quite a few academy series out at the moment. I've noticed, and I love those. Mm-hmm. I think they're brilliant. But for some reason, yeah. I just, but I can respect and totally agree that they are fantastic books. But you know, how many times did she get rejected? I mean, oh yeah, a massive you know respect for her. I I am in awe of her, and I love her. I just never really yeah. got on with the books. It just wasn't a topic that. Strangely enough, I didn't seem to, I just couldn't get into them. I feel like, you know, I mean, my cousin has, she's a massive Harry Potter fan. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, I mean, she had a Harry Potter wedding theme oh, um, wow. and I was bridesmaid. So that I was, you know, they, they all frowned upon me. Um, <laughs> like oh, literally sure. every bridesmaid was a big fan and I'm just there like, yeah. Hi, I'm sorry. Um, but, you know, she, she was insisting that I started to try and watch the films to get me into it. And I was shocked by the end of the first one. I was like, why, why is there suddenly like a two headed demon coming out of this yeah. guy? Like what, right, right. what was that? So I feel like I probably should give them another go at some now, stage. Okay. But, yeah. So did you ever attempt the novels or did you just watch the movies? I just watched the movies. I think I was, that's the problem. Is that where I've gone wrong? Okay. Yep. There we go. Yep. That's where I've yep. gone wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Read, read the books. Up. My gosh. I mean, there, but I'll tell you what, I threw some shade at Twilight. Yeah. So it's cool, true. man. It's cool. <laughs> you, you can, you can throw some shade at Harry Potter. Yeah. We'll just, uh, you know, we'll just, but read the books. I think it might yeah. change now. And I'll tell you, I tried to read 
Twilight. And I, I was telling JB Kane, oh, I really? tried to read, read Twilight <laughs> three times. And oh, I got wow. Page, I got to page three and I could not get past page oh, three. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, couldn't do it. Oh dear. No. Okay. No. I will. I will. I will give it an, a go. I will definitely. I promise shot. you. Now I will give it a go, and I will let you know how it goes. Yeah. Let me know. Definitely. Yeah. Do. Okay. So now let's go ahead and start with the first question because I like. I like to know this because I can tell you that I am a slow writer. How long, <laughs> on average, does it take you to write a book? Okay. So, I like I said, first book. You know, that, that kind of took me around 16 years to yeah. to grow a pair and go for it. But um, right. I, since then, it typically takes me, I would say, around a year. And I'm thinking that's kind of slow. I'm not really sure yeah. <laughs> whether yeah. that's slow or fast. But I, I, think, I think that's good. Yeah, I feel like it's it's kind of a good, good amount of time because I yeah. – you know, I, I literally go from writing the book to designing the front cover to, you know, kind of chucking it out there. Um, yeah. And I feel like, I mean, I, I have got, I, I never stick with one book at a time. I'm terrible. I, I will literally okay. write. I start to write one book and then, you know, I might get distracted because I'm easily yeah. distracted. It's terrible. Um, and then I'll start writing another or I get some different ideas and I think, oh, that would be a really good book. So, you know, I start jotting down some notes and, and then I just kind of come back to it. But have you ever killed off a character that your readers loved? <laughs> oh, I'm so mean. I have. <laughs> I'm literally so mean. I actually had this conversation uh, with my cousin Josie the other day and she is not happy with me. Um, <laughs> oh, that's I funny. feel like, yeah, it, it's, you know, I think so, you know, you, you're probably quite safe ish in the first book, but yeah, I'm sorry. The second yeah. and third, you are, you, there may, you know, if you love the characters, just watch out for it. I'm really oh, sorry. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah it, it's, I feel like it, it was needed though. You know, I don't just kill off mm -hmm. characters for fun. Um, right. I'm not that mean, but. I think, yeah, when you've got a character that you kind of really love, um, sometimes that impact and how what it has yeah. on the main character can be really powerful. So, absolutely, yes, I I feel like it was needed, but I did feel awful doing it. And yeah, yeah I I won't be. I mean, Josie, like she's actually the girl on my front covers. Um, so she she's sort of uh, dressed as okay, Rosemary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's cool. actually dressed as Rosemary. Uh, she, she's she's awesome. I love her to bits. And she yeah. um, she might not do anymore <laughs> for oh, me right. now. <laughs> she's so unimpressed. So, she's so like, Rosemary, um, Rosemary will have a uh, some some cosmetic surgery or something. You'll have yes, to explain that in yes, the book, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's not happy. So I'm gonna have to work around that one. I think well, maybe some chocolate. You, you kind of answered my next question that just kind of popped up in my head. Do you plan for more of the series? It's well, at the moment I don't, but, okay. but I have had uh, some of the readers are like, uh, you know, they want to know yeah. more. So they kind of want it to be. So right at the end, uh, obviously I can't really say what happens, but, they want to know what's going to happen next. You know, it's kind of left for, you could do something where it's like 15 years later, I feel, right. um, might be quite effective when certain people have grown up more. Um, and yeah, I think, so uh, yeah, it's, I'm not closing it off. I think that 
I would enjoy going back to it. I do feel yeah. that I miss it. I do miss, you know, now that I finished it and I'm on to other things, right. I really do miss it. And going back into it, I think I'd kind of love to, yeah, just dabble there a little bit more, I think. Yeah. I think. <laughs> Watch this yeah, space. Yeah, sure. Well, you know, you've got your you've got your psychological thriller coming out and your, yeah. your romance. And then then maybe that'll give you a little breather and you can come up with a uh, a good 15-year, you know, what happened yeah. next kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Okay, now the other question that kind of goes along with that is, do you ever hide or did you in this series, in the Rose series, hide secrets or Easter eggs that tied one to another or that only your most devoted fans would have found? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I've always loved finding them in other books, you know, when you yeah. start to really get into it and you start spotting all these little things that you never saw before. I love that. Um, right. So I have attempted for definite to do that in the series, like as it goes on. You know, it's it's kind of hard to do because you know about it. So trying to yeah. put it in there and not, I'm, I'm never really sure whether, you know, it's right. Whether other people have picked up on those hints or whether right. or not, you know, they, they've missed it. But um, I would say that typically, you know, Anne's really good at letting me know. And she, she was like, Oh, I didn't see that coming. And Oh, when good. did that happen? You know, and she kind of goes back into it and she's like, I had to reread that. Cause like, you know, I totally missed this bit or this bit, you know, and it, yeah, yeah it just kind of, yeah, it's quite nice. I love, I love books like that. So yeah, I, I do try and, inter- you know, put it into my books as well. Well, you know, I'm a huge fan of the way Stephen King, it's almost like you have to question whether the different standalone stories are in the same universe because he'll throw so many different things that you're like, oh, I've I've heard that name or I've I know that place or I've I've read that whatever, and but it's a totally different book and a totally different part of. Have you read much Stephen King? I haven't. I know what you mean. Like, I'm kind of aware of his writing style. And, I mean, he yeah. he knows what he's doing. Right. You know, I right. feel like, yes, definitely. Like, there's little, like, say, like, kind of hinters as to, or right. connections, like, say, with connected. other books. And you're thinking, hang on, you know, right. isn't that, like, something else? Yes. So I kind of yeah. know what you mean. But, yeah, yeah. I've unfortunately, do you know, I've never, I know, I've never read one of his books. But Have I've always not? wanted to. I think it's because I know he's like that extra level. You know, I mean, come on. Right. I see yeah. that. You know? Mo- and oh, gosh. I you've just, got to do, you've got to read a few. I mean, just, and I'm not, I don't want to sound like a, a King fanboy. I I, I guess I am. <laughs> and You're I, allowed I, to be I a probably, fanboy. Yeah, it's fine. I've I, I probably read 50 of his novels well yeah you're definitely a fanboy then we will yeah. we'll, we'll accept that yeah i mean but, I, I just i feel like he's he's so like you know i mean inspiring definitely yeah like yeah i kind of i've planned to but i feel like they're gonna terrify me <laughs> i feel like they might be on a whole new level of fear like you know I mean, it was quite scary so it, it was great it was wonderful uh i loved cujo cujo was still oh. one of my favorites that's, See, again, that's one about the, the, I've only the ever big, seen Rachel dog. watch that. Oh, oh yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've only ever seen Rachel watch that in Friends, and I'm like, oh, that's funny. Oh. That's really good. I do love that one. Um, yeah, I feel I and pet, he doesn't even do Pet Cemetery, isn't that that's one of his, isn't it? Yeah, yep. pet cemetery, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I feel like animals dying in um 
you know, films, books, I struggle. I'm like, oh, huge animal lover. You know, I isn't, just... Isn't that funny, though, that we can watch a movie where humans die all the time, but oh, when yeah. an animal dies, it's just heartbreaking? <laughs> it is, yeah. 100%. I've always been yeah. like that. I'm like, well, if a person dies, it's fine. But if you kill off the animal, I'm not watching this anymore. I'm right, turning right. it off. Yeah, I'm I, I don't know if that. it's quite your. I don't know if it's quite your uh, your niche, but have you seen the John Wick films? No. <laughs> well, and I, I don't. I don't. I'm not surprised. I mean, the John Wick films are very uh, action action oriented. Lots of guns, okay. lots of killing, and really ultra yes. violent. But it's a uh, it's a very good show. But it all kicks off because somebody kills his dog. Ah. Uh. Well, oh, that's yeah. understandable that just, then. Yeah, I yeah. can accept that. And that just, that just <laughs> that's puts him off. And he, his his kill count is like in the, like, I don't know, hundreds, thousands maybe. I don't know. But it, it's oh, hilarious. Wow. But it, it all kicked off with somebody killing his dog. Yeah. Yeah. See, I feel like that would be me. <laughs> just like, you've killed the yeah. dog. That's it. You know. Right. That's like, it. It's there, over. There is no. Yeah. That's it. Like, you've destroyed, you know, my humanity now. Like, that, right. that's gone. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Definitely. Okay. So, fun question I always like to ask. Uh, yeah. Your writing process are you a plotter or a panther oh you probably guessed by now but i am a total panther like pan- yeah. panther yeah panther there yeah. you go um yeah completely i am all over the place my brain is completely scattered you know i i literally as i get an idea i jot it down i then go somewhere else um and then i come back to it and yeah there's there's the only time I plan it is when I'm trying to finally piece it all together. Right. Um, because I like twists. I love a twist yes. in, in right. books. And so I kind of, you know, obviously you, you kind of have to plan that, how it's right. all going it, to, you know, kind of connect eventually. But, yeah, I am, I'm all over the place. I'm yeah. terrible for it. <laughs> I, love, well, I know, love, like, mixing it up. Yeah. Well, one thing I have found is that and a lot of people are pantsers. The, the the plotting or the outline doesn't really seem to be that popular amongst no. amongst writers. You know, we all we're all ta- we're all taught how to do outlines in school, and this is the way you yeah, write true. whatever you you do an outline. But when it comes to writing a novel, that almost I think that stunts the, the yeah. growth of the novel more than definitely. It helps yeah, hundred percent. I think. You know, I mean, I, I see it quite a lot um, in some of the Facebook writers groups. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're sort of saying, you know, they're stuck. They, they've got writer's block. They don't know what to do about it. And I'm like, well, you know, if you're trying to plan everything and it's all completely structured out, you're going to get stuck because, right. Right. you know, how do you move on to the next bit if you've got to stay at that, say, chapter? Right. How are exactly. you going to move on? So, yeah, I completely right. think that you know if you can just go past it and come back to it it's a lot easier um yeah and it kind of flows better i think yeah definitely well, and i i find that you know now that mm-hmm. i'm completely panting I, I have my ideas i have my characters i have my setting i know the end goal i know the beginning yeah. but as i go through you learn or at least i and of course i'm very you know i'm just starting i'm, I'm just doing my first book so i can't speak yeah. from experience only my experience and yes, my, my experience is that I'm learning so much more about the characters and about the story, just, just flying, letting my, letting my fingers tell the story as I'm going than I, than I did when I was plotting the whole thing. Yes. hundred percent. I feel like you, you get to know them, don't you? Even though they're your oh, yeah. characters, you, right. you develop their personality with them. 
Uh, and yeah and like how they behave and things definitely I think it is it's I think you connect with the book better when you're like you say you're just kind of developing it out of thin air you know I think it works a lot better definitely yeah yeah Uh, okay so I've been asking everyone to recommend a book that the listeners and that I have to go out and buy right now and read Okay, that's easy. That's a nice, easy question. Um, So I literally recently read a fantastic indie author's story. Uh, It's called The Devil Within series, but it's about the Ruira rising. I mean, it's kind of spelled strangely, and um, I can't remember where she said she got it from, so I was a bit – that's why I kind of got thrown there, but uh, sorry. But um, it's by Daria M. Pause. She's okay. a fantastic author. I mean, mm. like you said, again, about authors not necessarily, you know, being self-published, that they're not going to get recognized and, and or, you know, right. they're kind of frowned upon. I mean, this, this girl, she's amazing. The writing itself is really fluent. She's, you know, it just comes naturally with how I feel, like as you're reading the story, but also just how deep she gets into the story. So it's, hmm. it's like a devil series. So it's actually about the devil kind of putting himself into humanity and hmm. the battle between, you know, devils and angels. And so, you know, kind of going into like God and the devil. And she's sure. she's doing it so that it's actually like a, a, a male um, who has the devil within him, but okay. he's innocent. You know, he's he's not he doesn't right. want to be mean. He doesn't want to be evil, and he you know, especially the Derek, the first character, I completely have fallen in love with because he had such an awful upbringing, and he what he's got the devil inside of him, and hmm. he doesn't want to be cruel. He doesn't want to be horrible, but other humans know about it, and they treat him really bad because of it, even though it's not his fault, and he's not doing anything cruel. You know, he's he's just trying to go about his day to day business. Right, and it, it's it's kind of how it develops within him on how he then becomes evil because you know he's been treated so badly and it's such. I mean, I am not explaining this well at all, but honestly, well, it sounds it's very interesting. A, it's a fantastic book, and it's all about him in, in the first book, and then in the second one, it's actually about his son, um, hmm. and it, it's it's really heartbreaking through a lot of it. Um, but she writes emotion and trauma down to like perfection you know you can really feel how um the characters feel and yeah i mean i massively praise her she's got another book out at the moment um called johnny and i and i mean that one as well is just it's it's honestly she's brilliant she's absolutely brilliant and i feel like she really needs to get noticed because yeah yeah she just i mean sounds like it completely inspired by her massively wow. um yeah wow. she's, she's fantastic so it's great it's a great recommendation thank you i will i will now take this opportunity because it is my show to yep. make a recommendation <laughs> okay go for it i recommend jk rowling <laughs> the harry potter series <laughs> i think that's a great recommendation <laughs> I, I, now i believe over there it's called the philosopher's stone Yes. Yeah. So it is. Yep. Yep. I've stone, heard of that. Check it, <laughs> check it out. It, 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 I it's will. a little. It's, it's it's not a very well known book, but you can find no, it. If you look hard no. No. It's quite. Yeah. Definitely. It's quite rare. <laughs> Never heard of it. Um. Yeah. I will. I promise. Like I will. 
My cousin will hold me to it. Sarah will there hold you me go. to it, trust me. Right, she is right. going to be on the case. As soon as she hears this, I'm going to get a phone call. So, I was going to say, yeah, make, make sure she no listens choice. to it so she can hold yes, you accountable. Yes, I will. Uh, she yeah. will, 100%. <laughs> I will. I'll give it a go, definitely. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed your time here at the Storyteller Saga. A huge thank you to Kate Finch for coming on and sharing a little bit about yourself. If you would, tell the listeners where they can find you, where they can get your books, and where they can follow along with everything that you're doing. Um, yeah, sure. Um, so my books are all on Amazon at the moment. That's the only place that you can find them. It's the Rose from the Darkness series. And if you ever, you know, want to come and find me, then it's uh, Instagram is the best place to find me. Kate underscore Finch underscore author. So, you know, very basic. Um, So, yeah, that's me. Uh, You know, but I love chatting to people anyway. So, you know, always feel free to come on and ask me any questions ever. Excellent. I always like to answer them. But thanks for having me as well. I've really enjoyed it. I'm so glad you came on. Uh, Everyone, make sure you all go follow along with everything that Kate is doing and follow me here on your podcast player of choice and at Micah Campbell writes on Instagram. Again, thank you all so much for joining us today. And until next time, I've been Micah. Our phenomenal author for this episode has Mm -hmm. been Kate Finch and you have been a beautiful audience. The end. The end.